listening to the EVs for Everyone podcast. My name is Elena Ciccatelli, an award-winning automotive executive, and I'm so excited to introduce you to some of the most dynamic thought leaders the EV economy has to offer. Listen in on honest conversations I have with the leading electric vehicle experts and uncover critical insights that will help you jump ahead and stay there. The electrification race is officially on, and these conversations have never been more important. So whether you're an automotive executive or just an EV enthusiast, this is the podcast for you. Let's get started. So we are at NADA, and I am really excited to have this conversation today. We're talking all about PHEVs, charging, dealerships. Um, it's it's going gonna, it's gonna to touch on a lot of topics, but it's going to be super fun. Joe Brown, the CMO, Chief Marketing Officer at Frank Letta Auto Group in Missouri. Mm-hmm. Joe, how are you feeling this morning? I am great. How are you doing? I am excellent. I'm so happy you're here, and I'm so happy you took a little time out of your schedule to do this episode. So it's going to be awesome. Absolutely. And then we've got Kimathi Booth from Dunamis Charge right in Detroit. Key, how are you doing this morning? I am doing fantastic. Absolutely an honor and a pleasure to be with you all. It's going to be amazing. We're going to have a good time. Um, like I said before I hit record, we're going to start with the hard-hitting questions. You know, just bear with me here. So we're going to put your thinking cap on. So we are in the entertainment capital in the world, or one of the entertainment capitals of the world, right? Las mm-hmm. Vegas. So if you had to do carpool karaoke with a celebrity, the question is a two-parter. The first part of the question is what celebrity would you want to do carpool karaoke with? And bonus points if you could tell me what song you would sing Carpool Karaoke with a celebrity. Who wants to take a stab at it first? I can go. <laughs> all right, Joe. Are we talking it's living all, or, or dead? I, like anybody? This, anybody. This, that's a good question. Uh, I'm going to go anyone. And uh, I'm going to go with Elvis Ooh. and Viva Las Vegas, right? Oh, yes. That would, be, that would be pretty epic. That would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's a good choice. You could probably actually recreate that now because there are so many Elvis impersonators in Las Vegas. I feel like you could make that dream a reality. This is true. So, this is true. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Key, over to you. What's your what, celebrity and uh, yeah. song? I thought I had an answer for that, but I didn't really take this question as serious as I, I probably should have. Um, <laughs> you know, I would have to say Aretha Franklin. Ooh, good choice. I love and, that. I love oh, that. man, the song becomes the hard part. Yeah, um, so many. Pink Cadillac. Ooh. Even Can pink you Cadillac driving in a pink You Cadillac? got it. There Can you imagine it. like do Aretha Franklin carpool karaoke pink Cadillac driving down Las Vegas Strip? Uh, next to Elvis and right. Joe. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay, so we know what the next episode is going to be. Joe, what has been like a highlight for you so far at NADA? Is it just seeing colleagues in the industry? Like, what's been a highlight for you? Yeah. Uh, you're not kidding about the scale of this conference. It's been a couple years since I've been to NADA, and I forgot how big it was. Right. It took me a good 20 minutes talking to you to figure out where I was going to, to get here. Yeah. So massive, uh, overwhelming, right? Yeah. You almost have to do your homework and really strategize and plan your visit when you're going to a conference of this size. I know. Uh, but yeah, making some new friends, hanging out with some old, old friends, uh, forging these relationships uh, with, with peers that you're going to have these lifelong, lifelong relationships with, yeah. and you can kind of lean on them and 
they lean on you, and it's really just a beautiful thing, the automotive yeah. industry, isn't it? Yes, and that's yeah. I, you said it. I love how you said frame that because that's why I get excited to work in automotive because it is like so relationship rich, mm. and it's like NADA is like we were just saying it is the Super Bowl of automotive right now. Like, let's be real. So, first impressions for you, Key. Like, what did it just kind of blow your mind first out of the gate here? Yeah, I had no understanding of the scale of the, the event. Um, and even I grew up in Detroit, and like I said, dealerships, one of my first jobs was, was in a dealership. Yep. Uh, but when you really understand and see the connectiveness yep. around dealers across all of the brands, across all of yep. the uh, uh, manufacturers, it's just really phenomenal to see. So I'm, I'm yeah. excited to be here and I spent the whole day yesterday just in one section. Right, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, and exciting to now contribute to the ecosystem, right? You know, it's... That's, that's what it's all about. That's the really fun part. Joe, tell me more about your background, your chief marketing officer, Cliff Notes version of your journey and how you kind of got to where you are today. I'm curious. Absolutely. Uh, I was born into automotive, so it's a family business. My grandfather is Frank Lita, and we've got... Uh, started with motorcycles in 1965 before Honda even had an automobile he was a motorcycle dealer so he had a good foot in the door when Honda introduced their automobile and we were the first uh, Honda dealer in the entire Midwest so grew from there Uh, Acura came to the States and we were one of the first Acura dealers as well fast forward to today we've got a group of five dealerships within Missouri and I'm happy to continue my grandfather's legacy in the automotive industry. That's amazing. Key, over to you. I know you I know you got some stuff you want to ask Joe here too. Yeah, I mean just getting into it again from your perspective and seeing where you all are. First I just want to say how phenomenal it is phenomenal it is a third generation. And not many industries have that type of legacy yep. to build on and Joe isn't the only one in this industry like that. That's it's it's very uh, um, it's not a uncommon story here so just appreciate that fact given that Joe what what's the because we're we're talking EVs and PHEVs and the like what's the sense and sentiment that you're getting at your stores around EVs plug-in hybrids you know what are our customers asking questions and what's their degree of of curiosity what's the sales floor you know perspective around that give give us a little sense of what's the sense and sentiment Now, I know you're enjoying this conversation right now, but I wanted to take a quick second to introduce you to my friends at Dunamis Charge, where they are truly revolutionizing the EV charging experience. They're situated right in the heart of the Motor City, and they are on a mission to create a robust and reliable charging network that's accessible to all drivers everywhere. Imagine that. They truly believe that EVs are for everyone, and now you know I can get behind a tagline like that. So check out everything they have to offer from home chargers to commercial-grade options over at dunamischarge.com. That's dunamischarge.com. All right, let's get back to the show. Yeah, yeah. Our, our brands are probably not as heavy into EVs as some of the other brands, uh, but Acura's got their first all-electric vehicle coming this year. So it's it's a very unique process. Uh, traditionally, you know, a customer comes in, and we've got vehicles on the showroom floor, and we're able to sell those vehicles. But with this uh, ZDX, Acura's taking a kind of unique approach to where it's entirely done online. So if a customer comes into the showroom, we basically 
give them an iPad and say, go to Acura.com and select your vehicle, and you can pick it up here when it's available. Yeah. We'll, we'll have like a, a demo in the store so they can touch it and feel it, but they're not going to be able to really drive it home that day. So right. it's different. Uh, yeah, so we're going to adapt to that. We've had to invest in some equipment, like most dealerships, to handle the EVs, uh, and the service department especially, putting in chargers, just kind of laying the framework so that we are prepared for the future. Anything on like the F&I side where customers can potentially um, go to you guys for like charging advice? I mean, that this could be like down the road, but are you guys thinking about it now or like what's what's kind of the vibe? Thinking about it for sure. Uh, with, with our brand, Lita for Life is kind of the, the unique selling point that we have, which includes lifetime warranty, lifetime free car washes. So in the back of my head, I'm thinking maybe with EVs, lifetime free charging. We'll have these stations, they'll be available to the public, but if a customer bought from Lita, then they're entitled to free charging. Yeah. At least for now, we'll see you know how yeah. it goes. We're gonna kind of figure it out as we go along, but right, that's right. Uh, the early phases, uh, phases of what I'm thinking. Yeah, no, love it, love it. Where you are, your current position, how are you framing yourself and preparing yourself, you know, for five years from now or that 20, that big elusive 2030 mark where, you know, we're supposed <laughs> to have so many uh, cars. Given where Honda's kind of traditional position is, how are you framing yourself and positioning yourself? Yeah, I think kind of establishing ourselves as the uh, EV authority in the community. Um, right now, like I said, Honda's kind of in the early phases. We've had several hybrids, but not a whole lot of... Uh, full electric EV, uh, vehicles so establishing as ourselves getting in front of it and proactively putting out content around EVs so that when people are searching for it they find us and and associate Frank Lita with EVs and if you have any questions we're the people to talk to they had a big reveal of the ZDX at uh, one of the major auto shows recently and we got to see some prototypes it's very sleek looking very futuristic looking uh, so I think really just excited to get it on site and do some training to, to really touch it and feel it. Yeah. Um, and then not really uh, an EV per se, but Honda and Acura have this Moto Compacto, which yeah. is like a little foldable scooter. I don't know if you saw that, but it's fully rechargeable, uh, very compact and portable. We've got a couple of those in our showroom, and those have been a... Uh, uh, yeah, customers love that. Yeah. We've sold quite a few already. Oh my yeah. gosh! A lot of fun. So it's so it's so funny you said that because there was there's one right here outside the Starbucks, wasn't it right here? I know. Oh, it right was there. there. Yeah. It was right in Is front. It gone now? It's going now. Somebody wheeled Somebody, up on it. Yeah, it's amazing. I, I saw someone saw in the wild. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we saw it in the oh, wild. Funny. You're you're saying, um, you know, we want to get the car in the showroom, t people touch it and feel it. Mm -hmm. uh, your thoughts on the Afila? Your thoughts on the Afila? Just because you're you're a Honda guy, <laughs> uh, very intrigued. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm really excited to see where they go with it. Yeah. Uh, I love that Sony chose Honda to partner with for their. Yeah. Yeah. Just really <laughs> curious more than anything, and excited to see how it works I know, out. Exactly, and also how are they going to price this thing? It's we don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's gonna be like, it's gonna be expensive. Okay, it will perhaps not be an EV for everyone. I could go on and on and on. This has been a fabulous conversation, and we'll make sure we connect uh, offline after this, uh, Joe. But the last question to, to start off, to end like we started, very serious. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, what was your very first car, and what do you have in your driveway now? So my first car was a, a 94 
Honda Civic hatchback nice. in the teal color, oh, yeah. affectionately referred to as an Easter egg. <laughs> so nice little compact vehicle. I think at one point my friends in high school were able to lift it up because <laughs> it's so small. Uh, fast forward to today, I'm driving uh, Acura Integra. Uh, the 2024 Acura Integra, and it's a nice. wonderful vehicle. I really love the uh, styling of it and the Integra badging. Uh, yeah. Just a really cool-looking vehicle. Oh, lovely. Yeah, the uh, Acura has some cool stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, they really, really, they've upped their game. Well, this has been amazing. Joe, thank you. Key, thank you. This thank was you. this was such a, I love this conversation. Pleasure, yes. Thank you for taking the time for the Starbucks living room. I mean, this is this is the dream team right here. So. We'll continue for a couple of more hours. Yeah, after right. Shut the camera <laughs> That's off. it. Right. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the EVs for Everyone podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and subscribe to the show and leave a five-star review with a comment. We read every single comment, so thank you in advance. If you have an idea for an upcoming episode or you would like to be a guest on the show, go to EVs, the number four, everyone.com slash contact. That's EVs, the number four, everyone.com slash contact. Until next time, keep charging forward. Word.